Hello, and welcome to a Pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan. My pronouns are he, him. And today I am joined by... Hey there, guys. My name is Tyler. Uh, pronouns are he, him. I'm going to be playing uh, Ricky, the fire-aspected street exorcist. Hi, everybody. My name is Christina. I will be playing Elion. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and Elion's pronouns are they, them. Uh, they are a water-aspected investigator. Hi, everyone. My name's Cody. Pronouns are he, they, and I play Amalar Divine, the air-aspected shady businessman. Hi, my name is Britt, and I play Resh Ferris. My pronouns are she, her, as well as Ferris's. She is a wood-aspected dragon-blooded who has a familiar named Zeke, who is a ferret, and she's kind of a performer, petty theft. And this is Exalted, like a dragon-blooded. Howdy, guys. Brendan popping in here with some quick announcements. First, we do break the game rules a little bit in this episode. In an attempt to use more teamwork, we decided to let Divine and Elian make two rolls that aided one another in place of a stunt bonus. This did not end well, and we have since decided not to do it going forward. Next up is the fact that this was recorded while everyone, except for me, was in the process of moving. So background noise is a little bit of an issue. After next episode, we switch software, so it should be less of a problem going forward. Speaking of going forward, next week will be the conclusion of Act 1 of Like a Dragonblooded, and we will begin releasing our next game that's been in the works for a few months. Uh, Letting me take a break from being a storyteller for a little bit, because I also have some other projects in the works, uh, Cody decided to fill in and run a game of Deadlands for us. We will have new and old faces joining up, but get ready in two weeks for 310 to Caliente. But until then, enjoy the last two episodes of Like a Dragonblooded, Act 1. So, when we last left off, the Cordial Crane had had its opening night to a rousing success of the amount of money that you all had gotten, which had actually put you over the threshold to go and buy that entire story of the of the skyscraper from uh, Tatemano Samir. Is there anything else that you guys would like to do in Chiroscuro before we get on to that bit of uh, negotiation and then the matriarch coming to town? I think I've had my fun. Yeah, I, I can agree to that. Now, is the plan to do the bartering or are we just going to buy it outright? I think we're going to buy it outright, but try to negotiate for a better price. Okay. We're, we're, we have the money to buy it outright, so we're going to buy it outright. Because essentially, us doing the whole uh, host club thing is compare is comparable to doing the auction, because both of, us, both of those situations allowed us to meet the high rollers, essentially. Yeah. Okay, so you all make your way... Back to the inner city on the day that you had told uh, Mr. Samir uh, that you would be purchasing the story. Um, I imagine considering the people that had been invited to the Cordial Crane that also the uh, he's got an idea that you that you all are being expected. Sure. Let's go with that. I mean, plus I could have just, you know, totally. Hey, we're going to drop by tomorrow. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was actually implying, is that uh, since Aaliyah was there on y'all's uh, opening night, that uh, the, uh, he has an idea of what you all are uh, doing. Yeah. 
So you all go inside of the tower again. Uh, very cool out outside of the uh, the hot desert day. Uh, there's more or less uh, little water fountains. Um, it's a very nice uh, place of opulence here. You get onto the elevator and take your way up to the take your way up the tower to uh, Tatemano's office. Before we get out of the elevator, I'm going to look at the group and just stare at them. I'm not talking to this guy this time. It's your turn. Yeah, no, you're in charge, boss. I don't really do talking, and he seems to like you, so use it to your advantage, I suppose. I mean, if you, if you want to just, like, tell him I'll beat him up, you know, I can do that. But is that what you want me to do right now? I don't know. It's a place. It's kind of the only cat I have to play. Do you need a reminder on how to talk to him? No. Tell you what. Uh, if it gets to a point where he's not really hearing you, I'll make sure he hears you, if you know what I mean. And before it gets to that point, I'll make sure he hears you without breaking people's noses. You know, I, I won't break his nose. I can't do the same thing over and over again. Then I'll have a bad reputation. I'll find something else to hurt. Fair. I think you haven't gone for fingers lately. I think Ferris is just uncomfortable talking to him since, you know, he hit on her and he looks so oily that we could coat the 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 all of Cherascara. He's pretty slimy. He's pretty slimy. I I can do it, but uh, you might. I'm doing it my way, and that might not be conducive to you know, uh, pleasantry. It's fine. I'll I'll talk to him. Um. But do we have a plan of like what we're wanting exactly from him? Like just to see how low he'll go? Or are we just saying, hey, here's the money. Give us the shit. I think we should, tr- should try and bargain for something less than what he's offering. Maybe let him know we know what parties are interested. And those that could. I don't know. I'm trying to think how this could go. But we know the parties that are interested in it. So maybe just having that intellectual leverage might help too and that some of the people that are interested probably can't afford to buy it outright so really he's risking getting less at auction than having us buy it outright getting less or getting bought out by those literal uh cloak and dagger assassin guys who cause a fucking mess in this town oh no those uh cloak and dagger assassin guys are going to uh what's her face's place yeah, yeah, yeah. They ain't uh, gonna be looking at this yeah, no but, but he don't know that. He don't need to know that. As far as he needs to know, they're next in the line, and we'll make sure that they get it if he don't sell it to us. Oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, we know none of the other parties can afford to outbid us, so we're gonna win it anyways. Uh, if he doesn't go, we can come in, make the offer at what the starting bid was gonna be, and if he wants us to pay any more, make him uh, sweeten the deal on his end. I'm telling you, if anything like that spineless slime ball shaking his little shitty boots, it'll be the fucking, what are they called? The Gregarys? Is that the names? Yeah, but he already knew about that. Like, he was planning on selling to them. You think? I don't think. They had the I most financial you, backing. If they had the financial backing, they would have just bought it. I don't think they wanted to stir up the water that much. I don't know. These people are weird. Their motives don't make sense. Well, you're good at that kind of thing. I, you know, I, I'm good at a very few select amount of things. Uh, I don't know. Do your magic or whatever. 
Yeah, so uh Ferris, if uh if he ever gets out of line, just remind him that he's got a little schmutz on his cheek. It'll throw him off balance, make him a little more insecure, especially with uh him having that uh like you thing. And uh Yeah. And also, if he gets really out of line, look at me and give me one of them downward nod things, one of those confirmatory nods, you know what I mean? I'll fucking break his femur. How about I just start off with asking him if there's any way he can go just a tad bit lower. Give me a price range. Hey, Brandon. Yes. Can I roll to introduce the fact that you can make somebody insecure by pointing out they got shit in their teeth? That way, uh... Isn't that already a fact? Specialty. I was gonna say, I think that that's already a fact. That's not exactly something you have to introduce. Rub his belly while you're telling him he's got schmutz in his teeth. It'll assert your dominance. Please don't make Brit roll this NPC's belly. That's so weird. <laughs> I don't think we want Ferris to touch him if we can avoid it. In I mean, general, I think that'll do... And more, the other way around. Yeah, I think that will do more harm than good in the situation because it'll create a bigger problem of thinking that Ferris is actually interested in him. And then he's just going to keep pursuing her and it's just going to cause a larger problem that we don't need. I'll smack him down. So we got a plan then? Be good? Yeah. I think it's just better to be straightforward about it. Go and say, we think you should lower your price because you don't have many people that can pay the price you want. And you're probably going to get it for less at auction than what we can give you now. So if you can lower it, some, we can give it to you. I'm telling you, he's not going to want to deal with the Gregarious. Remember when we we came up to him and told him we were interested? He got all uppity because we're criminals. We're the fucking Boy Scouts compared to those assholes. All right. It sounds like you guys have uh, a plan in character ready to go. So uh, as if on cue, the elevator dings, opens up. And you all see the waiting room where that the familiar face of Aaliyah is there uh, doing her nails. Uh, Upon seeing you, Divine, uh, she smiles uh, and goes to get the door for you all. Inside, the the actual uh, place is obviously like this den of opulence and luxury that it was before. There are still the... Eight guards within, uh, four on each side that are flanking. Uh, the pudgy, oily, and very out of fashion with his gaudy kimono form of Tatemano Samir. Before she leaves, I'm going to uh, grab uh, Aliyah's hand and make it look like I'm slipping her a bribe, but actually slip her a note that says meet up after this later tonight. But I want... I'm going to write the note on like a yen note to make it look like it's actually a, a bribe instead of a love letter. All right. Uh, she will take that and head back to her desk before realizing what it is. So you do not get to see the, uh, the reaction of it. Oh yeah, for sure. The doors close with a resounding thud as you all are within this man's chambers, and he looks to you all with greed in his eyes. Ah, my friends, how can I help you? As we walk in and we see him there, and he 
says his thing. I'm just going to step forward a little bit further than the other guys. Look up to him and say, so so how much are you trying to sell this place for outright? And how low can you go? Oh, a business lady after my own heart, I see. And he kind of leans precariously over the desk, uh, steepling his fingers. A thief after my own heart. How low can I go? He eyes you up lecherously before locking eyes with you again. Well, seeing as I'm losing a profit by not setting it to auction, I think that we can settle on 16 mil. Wasn't it 15 last time we what? came in here? Yeah, that's that's what Britt and I were just saying. It's like, wasn't it originally 15? Divine's going to say that as he like leisurely hangs himself over a uh, guard, like that half drunk, half uh I'm testing you that people do to the uh The buyout was 18 million. Yeah, the bid starts around 9 mil, buyout is double at 18 million. He doesn't have to know that we remember it that way. So uh, the notes actually say that the buyout is at 18 million, but you guys did manage to get him down to 15 mil if you can get it to him five days before the auction, which it is today. However, he's testing you. So when Divine says that uh, uh, you had said that wasn't at 15 mil, he eyes you and gives this wide like lone shark smile to you. Oh, I see that you remembered what we agreed upon. And here I was hoping I could come out with a little bit extra in my pocket. I mean, if you're that hard up for cash, you could just ask for help. We're always helping people. You know that. And then he's going to like twirl around to a different guard, pretty much in plain sight, inconspicuously making his way around the room but trying to look as bored as possible while he's doing it. Cody, if you could roll me. Are, so here's my question for you. Are you doing this for a specific purpose coming up that you're not, that I don't know about yet? Uh, Yeah, pretty much in case I got to put the guy in a rear naked choke because he gets too close to uh, Ferris. Okay. Um, In that case. Hmm, I'm trying to think of a good role for this. I feel like charisma and stealth would be the role. Or manipulation and stealth. I feel like manipulation, because you're not being honest with your intentions. Yeah, that's fine. So that's three, eight. Hey, Brandon. Yes. While he's doing that, can I like try to like size up the guards a little bit to see how uh how uh Effective they look. Um, yeah, you could do that. Um, that would be a. I feel like that would be a perception and awareness, alertness. Yeah, awareness. That's what it is. I'm gonna kind of. Not, I'm not gonna terribly make it hard to tell that I'm doing that. I'm gonna kind of like give them a hard stare one at a time and kind of like square up a little bit. Like not like square up, but like stand in a way that shows that I'm not going to be, be uh, like pushed back, you know, can kind of do the, do the whole muscle act act for the, for the social combat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. 
Um, for both of you, uh, since you guys were describing how that you're going about this, I'll give you a dot stunt. So that's two extra dice. And I'm going to go ahead and use the, uh, my stealth excellency to add two successes to that. I got two successes total. I've got six successes total. Thanks, huh? Okay. Um, you managed to, uh, Cody, for you, uh, Divine is going to manage to get in closer over the course of the conversation. And if it becomes necessary, you will be in the perfect position to, uh, to get through and deal with this guy. Uh, Ricky, your knowledge of weaponry and uh, martial arts and everything like that has come in handy uh, by looking these guys over. You know that they are at least trained soldiers. And while this squad of eight is certainly not a match for the dragon blooded in the room, there's a very good chance that if you tried to square up against them, there would be consequences down the line as they are officially uh, guards uh, sanctioned by the Tricon, the leader of Chiroscuro. Gotcha. So what Elion's doing through this is standing right next to Ferris the whole time with their hands behind their back and just watching Samir for any kind of like facial tics or like twitches anything that's indicating that he's fucking with us lying to us about anything he's gonna do anything that basically would just wouldn't bode well for us type of thing i'm not sure how to phrase it right now are you doing that as that uh investigation thing or are you doing this more as a read intentions because i know that you have that one profile thing that you can do for investigation it's it's more of a specifically keeping an eye on him because if he makes any kind of like I guess it would be a a, a profiling I'm not sure because it, it's more of just if he does something that looks shysty well he's having a conversation with Ferris Elliot wants to be able to be like oh don't lie to us or I don't understand why you're why you did that are you nervous um, or you look unnerved are you like you you're making a gesture that you think we don't see towards your guards why are you doing that did we do something wrong basically being able to call him out on his bullshit while that it's not specifically listed as a thing that you do for the profile character action i do feel like that how that elian's built and kind of interacts with the world i think that that actually does fit for what that you're trying to do um so i will be uh using that profile character action which is a perception plus investigation uh role uh from you versus uh versus his guile and basically if that anything happens uh if if he says anything that he's trying to like get one over on you guys, I'll describe the tick to you and let you kind of uh, go off of that information that I give it, give to you, like just kind of give to your, your dudes or call them out on it. Okay. So you said investigation and perception. Yes. Uh, and it's versus his guile. He has a guile of four. Okay. Um, so I know my investigation's five. My perception's only four. I do remember that because my intelligence is five. Um, so I'm also going to, from my, my personal, actually, I'm going to 
if I'm a uh, quick question, if I'm using two different charms, can I do the motes from one pool for one charm and the motes from another pool for the other charm? Or is, if I'm using them at the same time, do they have to be from the same pool? I believe that it all has to come from the same pool if it's getting used at the same time. That's fine. Then I'll use it all from personal. Um, so I'm going to use indisputable physical analysis technique. I'm going to burn um, four moats to get two successes. And that also lets me reroll sixes. Um, that's for an investigation roll. And I'm also going to use uh, Permian Insight. Oh, wow. That actually adds non-charm dice. That's awesome. I don't know if I get any stunt dice for this or not. Oh, I would absolutely give you an extra two stunt dice for that. You described uh, how that you're going about this perfectly. So if the, my math is correct, then that means that you're rolling 13 dice with uh, two auto successes. Wow. All right. Well, then, Elliot. That's a, what, 11 successes total, I think? That is 11 successes to press X to doubt this man at any moment when that he is actually lying. Don't worry. The moment that he even does the, the whitest of lie, you will know. So then, Ferris, with your crew getting into position in their various ways to help back you up, and this man having uh, tested you all to make sure that uh, you're still on brand for the 15 mil that he wants, how do you respond? I know that you want to try and uh, deal with him, so uh, he just kind of... Yeah, uh... 15 mil. That's the, that's the deal. Well, considering that you just tried to trick me into thinking it was 16, I think you should go lower. How about, how about 13? <laughs> 13 million? That's, that's preposterous. I, I was going to offer you nine. That was the base selling price. That's rather rude just to offer a nine. You have to offer at least a little over. Nine million and one. This property could easily sell for 18 million. I'm giving you all a deal at 15. Then how about we meet in the middle at 14? My associates here obviously don't want to pay more than the nine or 10, but I'm willing to go at least to 13, 14 if you would agree, and you can't do 13. Plus, you'd get your money as soon as you agree to us instead of having to wait. He kind of stares at you like pretty upset that you guys who had uh, got him down from 18 mil before are now trying to get him down even further. The deal was for 15. I thought that I was getting 15. And if it goes to auction, who's to say you only get nine? I've seen the list of the people who are planning to come by. I know, I know at least, I know they'll pay at least, at least that much. Yeah, we've seen that list too. Do uh, really pay ups, that much. Real upstart characters you got. Want the Gregarys in here? We can let them have it if you want. They'll do a great job for your town. Uh, when you mention that name, he kind of gets taken aback by it. What? No. The, the, the Gregarys aren't looking to get this place. It's, you all, you're, you're, uh, 
your your subsidiary clan, the pirates, and then the Tepets and the Haslanti League and the Guild. Yeah, shows how great your intel is, huh? So, uh, yeah, how about, uh, you know, 13 and then we'll call it a day. Save yourself the trouble. The fact that you didn't know that the Gagarys were interested, or should I say the people that they are using to buy the place, that's a little poor intel on your part. Uh, I would assume you wouldn't want to sell it to somebody like that, as Ricky has mentioned. That wouldn't bode well for your standing in the guild to bring somebody so... Well, likely to make you look bad and potentially dangerous to your business in here. He sits there and listens to all of you. Fine. Uh, 14 mil and I get to take your leader out for coffee. Deal. I'll have coffee with you. Divine's just going to put his hand on his shoulder. Look, I'm really looking forward to getting to know you better. He looks up at Divine, sighs, and takes Divine's hand and moves it off of his shoulder. Uh, You can see, uh, Ricky, you could see that when Divine put his hand on the shoulder, um, the guards kind of turned and looked like they were about to draw their weapons for a moment until... uh, Samir put his hand on Divine. If Ritu kind of like tense up a little bit as they do that, like, all right, bring it then, but calms down once they calm down. Elion's going to look to Divine. So that that sounds good then. You, you'll agree to have coffee with him. We can get it for 14, and then we'll be able to look over those documents to make sure there's no funny business. And Elion's just going to stare like dead into Samir's eyes. Samir looks back and pulls out uh, a large thing of paperwork. The contract for your uh, for your new office. When you mention uh, that there's no funny business, he suddenly has a wider smile as he starts to talk. Yes, of course, there's no funny business in this contract. I would hope not. The last contract I looked over with my associates, well, let's just say one of the people involved just, well, actually, I don't even remember what happened to him. He's just not around anymore. I'm sure the information's pretty handy if we tried to find it, but it's just such a hassle. Oh, no, trust me. I'm going to go over it with a fine-tooth comb. Christina, can you give me a uh, manipulation and presence roll? Because that sounded like a fucking intimidation check right there. So I think my manipulation's two. I don't think I have any presence, just so you're aware. Okay, that's fair. I mean, there's still a chance. No, there's not. Well, it happens. He hears your words and he kind of, he tenses up a bit at your words, um, but doesn't seem phased by it. Uh, it's probably because of his uh, the fact that he's got these guards around. Your threat is noted, and I will take that into account when dealing with you punks later. As far as your paperwork goes, he just kind of slides this stack of papers over. You should probably go over it while you're in the office with me today. You're... 
This is the last day to buy it out. First of all, I am a lady, not a punk. Second of all, we will gladly go over it with you, and I will be helping. Yeah. And third of all, it wasn't a threat. I literally am going to go over it with a fine-tooth comb to make sure there's nothing weird in there. And fourth of all, I am a punk. Fucking remember that when you fucking talk to me like that. Don't worry, Samiri Poo. I'll treat you right when we get to have coffee. I'm just going to sit on his desk facing him while the others look over the contracts. Are you telling me that the guy who doesn't have, who has all the dots in bureaucracy isn't going to look over the paperwork? I mean, I've got like one more dot on bureaucracy than Christina has, and I'm pretty sure her intelligence is higher. So I'm pretty sure we'd make the same bureaucracy role. So who wants to be the one to look over the paperwork? Or to make the role to look over the paperwork? Depend what stats you're going to use for it. Um, I'm thinking, uh, since it's going to be an extended uh, look over, there's at least 20 pages here. Um, I'm so a college essay, got it. Yeah, more or less. Uh, I'm going to say that this is at least, that this is going to be intelligence and bureaucracy. So for me, that's six dice, because I've got five intelligence and one bureaucracy. Britt has three. Is Are there any, like, water glasses around? Yes, there are. And there's, in fact, a, uh, a water fountain here. A weird thing that does not normally exist in creation, except in weird first-stage ruins. Dope. Uh, so for the first little bit, the first few minutes while... Uh... Everybody else is looking over the uh, looking over the contract. Divine's going to get himself help himself to a glass of water and sit back on Samir's desk as he uh, swirls the water in the glass, observing the ripples and kind of zones out, looking at the glass using my elemental concentration trance to uh, think about what water has to do with bureaucracy and the ebbs and flows of the social constructs of contract making. And pretty much that'll give me a single bonus success when I uh, make my bureaucracy roll to look it over. But it's several minutes of zoning out into this cup of water. Is there anything you have to roll to do that, or does it just kind of happen after the zone out? Uh, after the zone out, at the end, I make a mental attribute plus bureaucracy, investigate, lore, medicine, survival, or war roll with a single bonus success. Uh, I can also roll to introduce a fact as though I had the lore background in that thing. So basically, I get the success, and then I can also roll as if I know what I'm talking about with bureaucracy. Okay, um, so are you going to be the one who's rolling then uh, f- to look over the contract, or is it going to be Elian? Por que no los dos? You would be the better option, because I think your bureaucracy is at least one higher. We don't have any charms for bureaucracy. Mm-mm. And I think that's also, like, it's both of your stick. Okay, I gotcha. I got something. Uh, after I do my elemental concentration trance, um, I want to look it over and then 
introduced the fact that Samir, when writing contracts, uh, if he's doing something shady, uh, his greasy hands get a little shaky and he you'll notice a small smudge that's barely discernible by the human eye to pass the contracts over to Elian to take a closer look at them and give her the uh, specialty in finding uh, finding Samir's shady business and contracts using Sagacious Elder, Elder Instruction. Them, give them the ability to do so. Okay, so that is a highly specific fact that does change how the, this guy writes. Um, I'm going to say that if you're going to do that, this is going to actually be a fairly hot. This is going to be a fairly high difficulty fact to introduce about this character. Um, not because it changes him so much as it changes kind of some of his tells that I already had planned. So I'm going to say this is going to be a difficulty six. Dope. Uh, because I'm using the elemental concentration trance that gives me the specialty that lets me add. So all for my personal, so that this stays like under the, uh, under wraps, uh, I'll be spending nine moats for the elemental concentration trance the Sagacious Elder's Instruction, and six motes on Careful Insight Gathering Study to give myself uh, three successes and double nines on that roll. Holy shit, bud. And that's intelligence and lore, right? Yeah, and I'll give you the bonus dice for uh, for a stunt for describing a very cool way to introduce lore facts or lore stuff. So eight. You know, if you didn't have those double nines, that was going to be a uh, that was going to be a rough roll. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it is now a fact that when that Samir is making shady bits of the contract, his writing gets a little splotchy. He has to wipe it a little bit more. His hands get shaky a little bit more. Yeah. And um, then, do I make a bureaucracy roll to? Assist Christina, or how do you want to do the role for actually looking over the contract now? Because I got so into introducing that lore that I forgot what I was doing with the contract. Um, so since both of you are doing what that I'll let you guys do is uh, instead of for since both of you are looking it over and like no one, no one in this group is necessarily the bureaucracy master, like none of you guys have charms in it yet. Um, but you guys are like putting some effort into making sure that you're not getting screwed over. What I'm going to do is I'm going to bend the rules a little bit here. Whoever wants to assist, however many successes that you get, will give bonus non-charm dice to the uh, to the to the person who's doing the main role. However, the person who's doing the main role cannot benefit from stunting. So, Christina, I think. I think with me giving you that temporary specialty, I think we are the same in bureaucracy dots, but is your intelligence a four or a five? My intelligence is a five. My bureaucracy is a one. Dope. So with me giving you that specialty, I'd also have, yeah, we're literally rolling the same dice pool. So however you want to flavor it. My only worry is like, 
if you don't roll well enough to compensate for a stunt, then we're a little screwed on that. But so it's kind of I'm rolling six dice without a stunt. Um, and I've got a stunt in mind. It's just very like detailed. So uh, how many dice would you be rolling to add to the assist? Uh, I would be rolling seven dice to assist. Which means that for every success that Cody gets would give you an extra die on yours. Uh, the the average uh, that a stunt equals, so like a two-dot stunt, would be the equivalent of getting four extra dice because you have the automatic success and then you have the two extra dice because generally the math for uh, exalted dice rolls comes out to like every other die that you roll is usually uh, a success of some kind. I'm not rolling seven dice. I'm rolling six dice with an automatic success. Okay, then... Uh, so like guaranteed at least giving you one extra die. You know what? I say let's chance it. Go ahead. All right. So Divine's going to look over the contracts after uh, swirling his glass of water and staring seductively into Samir's eyes. Uh, And he's going to look over and he's going to find just that, like, one small thing that he can point out to Elian. A whole one small little thing. Now, I'm not too good with contracts, Elian, as as you know, but... uh, I am good at people. And you see that right there, and he's going to point to little smudge. I think if you pay attention to those, you might find what you're looking for. So even though I don't get any benefits from stunting, I'm still going to describe a little bit more minimalistically than what I was going to do for the stunting, but I'm still going to describe what Elion's doing to like look over this contract, if that's okay. Yeah, that's fair. They're They're starting to like... Fanning out and looking through it, um, Divine comes over and, you know, points some stuff out, says a couple things. So Elion's taking each page, taking not a magnifying glass, but one of those little circular um, things that you put over stuff that you can, like, look straight down on for documents. Like, if you're looking at very important documents, you can search along it for anything that looks off. So they're going to go over each sentence, everything, um, look for anything that might look like it's being put on top of the paper, like they could just peel off later, um, like with a fine tuco. So they're going to like look at the edges and just run their fingers across it, make sure the paper all has the same feel to it, because, you know, papers can have different feelings and different grains to it. Hold them up to the light, make sure all the ink looks the same color and the, the writing is the same. And just like they said, they weren't lying. They're going over this with a fine-tooth comb, checking the wording for everything, anything, any punctuation that might look off, like if the commas are in the right placements, everything. That And it, it doesn't matter how long it takes. People need to take naps to go over this contract. People need to take naps while they're going over this contract. I feel bad now because I would have totally given you a three-daughter for that. Didn't, didn't you get to roll the extra die from Cody and then also you got the specialty? Yeah. And I don't know if my eidetic memory or any, like, if my my visual acuity would help here or not. Considering what that you're looking for, I would say yes, it would. Oh, wait, no, no, that's with perception rolls. This is intelligence. You are right. Thank you. Uh, So it's just two extra dice, right? Yes. So that'll be six total then. Successes. It takes a little bit. It takes probably longer than you guys have ever wanted to be inside of this office for you to go over this 
contract uh, inch by scrutinous inch. But eventually uh, you go over it and you manage to find a couple things that stick out to you as not exactly right. Uh, Maybe he's trying to take advantage of you guys by thinking that you're a little bit, well, more street level and less uh, guild level. Fucker, I have a contact in the guild. I'm not telling him that, but I know what I'm looking for. He's not expecting you all to be uh, good businessmen, women, and other. What you find is that he has, deep within the contract, hidden in a very specific flavor of legalese that is... Elian knows some other languages, right? Yes. I don't remember offhand without having my sheet, but I think I know, like, low speak, high speak, river tongue, and flame tongue, and I think one other one. Okay, it's the river speak that I was looking for, actually. Uh, Because river speak is a very common language to do trade uh, across uh, national uh, city-state lines. Um, The contract at some point kind of switches from flame tongue into uh river speak which is odd but not unheard of uh as that flame tongue sometimes doesn't have the the necessary legal language that river speak has developed considering that river speak uh also works with the guild uh, the guild and nexus a lot so it's almost to be expected in these kinds of contracts but in doing that um at certain key points what he has tried what he has tried to have happen here is he has embedded a small clause that allows him to raise the rent astronomically after a course of 6 months has passed so elian's going to lift their head up and is samir sitting next to them or like across from them or how's the setup uh, across from them with Divine blocking your line of sight to him. Also, real quick, aren't we buying it? Why is he charging us rent? Aren't we purchasing this? Like, outright? Yes, it is uh, purchasing. You you guys are purchasing it, but you are purchasing it from the city. It's like it, it's uh, like a like a like a property tax kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, where we we buy the floor, but we're renting the land that the building's on, because that's how that works. And it's stupid. Uh, okay, so uh, Elian's gonna look at that part, hmm, and look up to where they would see Samir. But Divine's kind of in the way. He's like, Divine, would you kindly mind moving to the side? Oh, you don't like the view? <sighs> I guess. And then Divine's going to uh, move over and continue to stay uncomfortably close to Samir. Uh. What's this about? I, I noticed that it switched over languages. Luckily, I happen to know both tongues. Um, but it mentions that you're raising our rent after six months. What's that all about? When it, you mentioned that you happen to speak both languages, uh, he visibly pales. Um, and you can tell that he is gulping whatever spittle was in his mouth. He shrinks in his chair. Oh, well, you see, we just, uh, 
You know, I I think that this is the wrong contract. I think this was the contract that I was planning on giving to the the pirates if they won. You know, let me let me let me and he like reaches a chubby hand out to grab the contract from you. So everything else will stay the same except for this. I would hate have to waste more hours going over everything again. Is there any way we could just put an addendum in here on the next page? He looks at the page and looks to you and you see him take the page and just shred it in half and then start uh, the process of writing a new version of it uh, all in flame tongue. And he just kind of like, all right, it's, it's switched over. It's only going to be a yearly tax, not a rent. And then you all either, uh, pass on or no longer need the facilities or we have legal action to try and remove you from the tower is the only way that uh, you will be paying any more than the agreed upon amount here. Uh, Elion's going to stand right over, like very quietly get up calmly and just go over and look over his shoulder as he's writing this all in flame tongue and, and, I'm sure at a couple points be like, well, let's let's change the language up there a little bit uh, to this. This sounds better. Let's. I don't like this one. How about this synonym for this? It has a bit more straightforwardness to it. He is uncomfortable as that you're uh, watching him do all of his contract work, and at some point, he uh, just kind of. Okay, okay, you can both of you can back away from me. I I get it. I'm. I, w- I won't screw your family over on this. But d- does does this mean you don't want coffee now? When he when he asks us to move away, Elion just nods. Okay, I just sometimes it's easier if I'm watching while you're writing it, then I don't have to look it over as closely. And they shift back to their seat and sit down. <laughs> Divine's gonna clutch his pearls and uh, back off. The guards have been relaxed, um, surprisingly. It wasn't until Samir asked people to move away that they looked like they were going to... uh, When Samir asked people to move away, uh, they did start to get antsy, but when the Divine and Elian uh, did what that he asked, they relaxed again. They very much look... Like, they're bored fucking guards who, like, don't like being on this shift. While they're doing their paperwork stuff, can I, like, step aside and chat with one of the guards who looks like he's important? Uh, yeah, sure thing. Uh, let me just finish up what the, the paperwork stuff entails real quick. Sure, sure. Sorry. So, at the end of the day, the paperwork stuff is going to all come out to be, you all are paying the $14 million up front to get the deed to the story um and then in doing this you all will only be paying a uh a small pittance of one million yen a year to the tricon for use of the building and is that the one million yen per year is that a as someone who's lived here and kind of worked in the business does that seem like a reasonable amount for the location that we're getting for the location that you're getting, that seems like an extra. Uh, that seems like a very normal amount. It doesn't seem like that he's cutting you a deal, but it 
doesn't seem like he's trying to screw you over either. Perfect. I just wanted to make sure. So as this is all going on, though, uh, Ricky has decided to go over and talk to one of the guards. Um, the guard before you is a uh, pretty muscular guy with a uh, with a uh, veil across his face that has a couple different uh, little uh, jewels, uh, jewels and baubles hanging off of it. Uh, you can see behind the veil, he's got a little bit of like a like a thin but like long mustache. It, it almost like curls at, at the edges of his face. And he kind of has like a, a wide smile. Yeah, I'm going to kind of walk up and just like lean up against the wall of my staff. Be like, ah, gee, gosh, man, what the fuck did you do to get stuck on this shit? Eh? I'm going to be talking like not super loud, but loud enough for Samir to hear me. He He looks to you for a moment like... Should I? He looks between you and then Samir and then his other guard friends here for a moment to see if he should talk. And it takes him a little bit of shifting and noticing that Samir like is too wrapped up in what that everyone else is doing to uh, to notice to kind of like look over to you and just be like, oh, man, you know, I got I lost one of the Tricon's horses. Uh a few oh, weeks back. Uh, yeesh. I'm sorry to hear that, bud. You know, uh, that's kind of a slime ball, ain't he? Yeah, well, he is, but, you know, all tax collectors are in their own way. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. But, you know, as much of a, as much of a slimy little weirdo that Samir is, if it wasn't for him and some of the other uh, collectors... Uh, work we wouldn't be able to get the grain shipment out to the city every day so you know oh yeah yeah well the the grain shipment that we get in uh for the people got gotta gotta use that from the farms to feed the people inside the city you know poor hungry all that kind of stuff oh yeah yeah yeah. i understand you know help us all and all that but do you, you don't actually have any like what what kind of loyalty do you have to this to this to this weirdo anyway you know well, I've got the loyalty to Chiroscuro and the Tricon. Oh, of course, of course. But do you think that guy represents Chiroscuro and the Tricon? Like, properly? I, he's a weirdo, that's you for know, sure. Just, just some food for thought, you know. I think about these things a lot. I don't know about you. No, I don't. Well, sometimes. But he's a weirdo, that's for sure. But his work and his weirdness, it, it gets the job done. And that means that the poor and the downtrodden can get fed in Chiroscuro. And that's what makes us better than most of the other cities in the, in the most of the other satraps of the realm. Yeah, he sure does seem to look down on them poor downtrodden folks an awful lot, though. You know, I speak into one of them, you know. But, you know, ah, what, who, who am I? I mean, I, what do I know? I just work here. Anyways. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure that Samir has his reasons. You don't get into a position of power like this and not have some kind of goal or reasons, you know? Uh-huh. The way that he's responding to you is the equivalent of, Hey man, I just work here. Right. <laughs> like, like he, he believes in what that he's doing and he believes in the greater cause of what's going on and what, where the, the money that Samir's going to get 
is going to go towards. But is he a fan of how this guy goes about it? No, absolutely not. Gotcha. Is there anything else you'd like to talk to this guy about? Yeah, not really. Just kind of shooting the shit. Thank you all for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not give us a follow on Twitter for more updates as to when we'll be releasing episodes. You can also give us a like or review on your podcast app of choice. Just a few quick button clicks and you can help us defeat the dreaded algorithm boss. The theme song for this game was Main Theme by Alexander Nakarada, copyright 2019, used under a Creative Commons license. And hey, for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt dice. Sorry, one second. I had to grab something. No problem. I was going to say something, but then I forgot this voice and I had to recenter myself. Yeah, I feel that. Hello, you're all back. Are they? I don't know if you guys can hear us. Yes. Discord crapped out on us on my laptop for some reason. So I'm going to try to restart Discord to see if I can get it going again. Okay, uh, we will wait for you then. Hello. Hello. Also, Brendan, just just to say this, since it, it is in there, I get my temporary investigation specialty for Samir, and I lose my Lintha one because I can only have one at a time. Okay, and yes, you do also get the, the, the cat thing because it was a perception roll. I just wanted to make sure that I'm covering all the bases. So you have two more dice to roll so we can determine how many that you got. Out of character, that's better than my reply. I was going to be I was like, okay, I'll uh, let Rush Bilar know that he'll be, he should be expecting you. But this is so much better, Cody. It is better. His hand on Ricky's. Or not on Ricky's shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, Bert's like, you should have rolled on your phone. Obviously, you were doing better on that. <laughs> you were. At least it wasn't a botch, though. You really Sorry, I was morbidly curious. You really should have rolled on your phone, because that would have done it. Just so you know, I'm spending XP to bump bureaucracy up, because I feel like I should have a higher bureaucracy if I'm going over paperwork and stuff. Bro, same. Like, that's where half my XP is going. That's horrifying. Alright, let me actually look at the mana, at the moat costs. So, three, six... Yeah, I got the moats to do it. So that's three, four, five, plus three is seven. Did you say five plus three is seven? Yeah, because math is my strong suit. I think that you would have, if you, if without the double nines, I think you would have just had it, but with the double nines, it actually like pushes it over. So. Can I just point out that you rolled a one, two, three, four, five, and a six? That, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to look at that roll at all. Hey, man, my man over here is practicing medicine, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like the Declaration of Independence? Like the Declaration of Independence. I need um, juice. We already made that joke over here, too. Cody, how are the guards doing with all this? Well, with the divine and alien crowding Samir? I don't know. N- not Cody, Brendan. My bad. 
No problem. <laughs>